While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. I gotta say, this is probably one of the weirdest episodes I'll record in terms of location because I'm in the car, but I am not driving. It's not a car cast. And I didn't even just get home. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I, got, I got home and we, we started to put our, our place back together because we've been having some renovations done. And I, I just with all the stuff being like in flux and, and our dog Marty being and stressed out about it and all that, I was like, I'm just going to go and do it in the car. <laughs> so picture this. <laughs> Streets of Chicago, just, you know, sitting uh, on the street where I, I usually park my car. It is dead silent. It's very peaceful. And I'm just sitting in the, <laughs> in the dark uh, at 9.30 at night the day before this episode comes out, the night before this episode comes out, (laughs) recording a podcast by myself. I don't have a co-host for this one. I don't have a a buddy on this one. Nothing. It's just me being a sociopath, uh, talking, talking to myself. Um, so that's, that's to set the stage, to set the scene for you. Uh, in addition to the fact that I've had to, to literally shower at my gym for the past few days, because the bathroom is one of the things that was being renovated. Um, so that's fun. But hey, welcome to the podcast. You learned a lot about me if you didn't know me before. Uh, so if you're new to it, welcome to it. If you're coming back, thanks so much for, for rejoining us for another episode. Uh, my name is Ryan. I'm a teacher, coach, instructional coach. I run this podcast and I'm being stared at by a pedestrian walking by wondering what the fuck's happening. And that's a fair, fair guess or fair like conundrum. Uh, if you want to support the show, get some more teacher-related content, podcast content, behind-the-scenes stuff, whatever it may be, just head on over to patreon.com slash classroombrew, uh, and that's where you can get, again, podcast merch and uh, access to bonus content, like episodes that are only available there, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, y- you name it. You just, you go find it. You'll, patreon.com slash classroombrew. Uh, big shout-out to Lish, James, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam, who are our current Patreon members. Uh, my goal, I don't know, is it is 20 a realistic goal to get 20 people? Point being, if you're listening, spread the word on patreon.com slash classroom brew. We got a wedding to pay for. Help help a brother out. We got a house to house to hopefully eventually someday maybe buy in this expensive neighborhood that we love so much. Uh, what a what a blessing and a curse. Anyway, um as I live and breathe right now, tomorrow or when this episode comes out, I will be fully transition back into my own classroom as opposed to in a supportive role for a student teacher. Um, if you followed along like whew, 12, 13, 14, 15 weeks ago or so, well, I guess more than that because the big contemplation was would I be getting a student teacher um, because the process was a little bit convoluted. Um, 
it, it's been a really cool process though. I don't know if, if, <laughs> if they may be listening right now, but it's, it's been really cool supporting them. I'm trying to keep things obviously very vague. Um, because I've never done it before. I think I was very upfront about a little bit of anxiety and for sure would have been some resistance years ago. I would have been like, I'm not doing that. I'm not letting someone into my room and, and doing my stuff. But I guess with you know, age comes wisdom and uh, seeing that new opportunity, a different lens uh, and to, to pay it forward was really intriguing to me. Um, and it's not just because like the pandemic and fatigue and all that stuff. I, I think I'm just truly seeking new challenges, but you know, not necessarily ready to leave the the position, the job that I'm in. So it was just it was just such a win win um, uh, for me to be able to, well, hopefully for everybody, but to, to be able to to give back to my old grad school program uh, while while simultaneously trying something new. Um, I should say I don't know if anyone listening has had a student teacher. I'm sure someone has had a student teacher who's listening. Uh, if you're going to take on a student teacher, don't tell anyone because my bucket of work <laughs> was surprisingly much greater. It was different because I wasn't like planning for my own instruction or, you know, assessment or whatever, um, or like going over curriculum. Well, I was going over, I shouldn't say that. I wasn't planning for like doing teacherly stuff on a day-to-day basis like that, except for, for one class. Um, but stuff like grant writing, uh, grant compliance and paperwork and fulfillment of orders and instructional coaching and helping with cross-curricular planning and uh, curricular planning for my own department and my own classes and getting materials ready and all of that just magnified on top of like sports and all of that stuff where when people find that out, they're like, can you take a look at this? Can you look at this? Hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> it's just... Um, Again, not complaining because it was a, a chance to do like a trial run uh, for you know basically a few months to just kind of try not uh, being in a teaching role, but still you know having that security of being able to go back. Um, so that's my my uh, what do you call it uh, my my selfish like <laughs> recap of what it was like having a student teacher. Um, but yeah, it, I mean they knocked it out of the park. Um, if, if they are listening, I don't know, probably not, but, uh, seeing that growth was honestly very rewarding. Um, again, teacher podcasts, normally we talk about like the silly shit that happens, the crazy, the frustrating shit stuff in the news, you know, my own classroom, others' classrooms, whatever. Um, but I guess facilitating slash witnessing the growth of someone entering the profession quite literally at the, the exact moment that they were entering it in a a full-time capacity um, even if only for 14 weeks, it is super rewarding. Like, it's like, I don't know, like, I've only known this particular person for, you know, a handful of months, a little less than a handful of months or so, but there's just a sense of pride with like, like and not, I'm not even saying that in the sense of like having coached and mentored them, just witnessing just the pride and seeing the growth and the hard work and the adaptability and the openness to try new things. Um, it, it, honestly rejuvenates me in my own practice. I planned so much today, including like printing stuff out and having new ideas for stuff that I haven't done in a few years to kind of rejuvenate them because of having a student teacher. I do think this year was a huge rejuvenation for me from the jump. Um, 
even though you know I'm still well at the time I was uh, before this upcoming summer I'm I'm always at the school coaching or doing curriculum stuff or bridge programs whatever it might be um, that like freshman bridge pro whatever you call it. but uh, I, I think just having that bit of a break and you know the separation and you know the year after coming back uh, and having that full year back in school year 2021 to 2022 it was just so draining so just i already felt like this new sense of we're trying new stuff we're going to take stuff that has worked and just continue to perfect it um i shouldn't say perfect it polish continue to polish it um so i was already feeling much better still drained with like some of the stuff that's happening and some of the inequities that we're dealing with and the the deficits that we're dealing with in classrooms, but still pretty good overall. Um, and now just exponentially more. Um, like in my AP class, I went from just like mostly lecture to an empty Google Meet to, <laughs> to just uh, mostly lecture and independent reading time to an empty classroom to like now doing an experiment every other week, the equivalent of that. Um, in a you know 38 39 week uh, school year and already having done approximately 20 experiments that's about a cadence of every other week and then doing like mental health mondays every single week compared to you know mixing it up trying new stuff which has been really cool even beloved lessons of mine that i worked very hard and just like being like let's just try something different to mix it <laughs> to mix it up. it's been six years let's just try something a little bit different with this one uh and it you know for some groups going terribly and others fantastically. So I guess uh, that's been really cool. But anyways, <clears throat> um, as I sit in my car alone in the dark in Chicago, uh, yeah, it'll be weird to not have the the routine. I guess I've grown kind of fond of my new routine for, you know, kind of checking in, having that, you know, big picture mindset, supporting someone else and having that be the main, well, my number one focus, but unfortunately not the only focus, but like mostly the main focus uh, of just supporting a student teacher. Uh, I will miss that because of, you know, not just the connection to the person that you are supporting, but also the lens for yourself. Um, which I guess I could always take on a student teacher again. I mean, assuming that I'm actually good at it, maybe it's terrible experiment uh, experience for the experiment, experience for the other side. But uh, I recommend it. If you're someone who's uh, trying to seek a new challenge or maybe contemplating, not that I was contemplating leaving the classroom or my job, but if you are, uh, look into like a, a local university or something like that, a pro maybe your own program if it's nearby, to see if uh, hosting a student teacher and, you know, passing your own knowledge and experience forward, whether it's good or bad, <laughs> uh, good, ex uh, good or bad experiences, not that the, you know, be a good mentor teacher. Don't just, <laughs> don't pawn off uh, your classroom um, on them, but I, I do recommend it. I think it's been uh, pretty game changing, and and uh, I think that's something that I'd, I'd like to continue to uh, to do periodically. I don't think you can, can you do it. Annu I don't know if you can do it annually. I don't know, but um, I mentioned a few weeks ago though. This is, I guess, a bit of a segue. We've been doing a lot of curriculum planning in social studies because there's this, you know, quote unquote, not uh, mandatory curriculum that's getting more pressure but we have actually got and i went on a long rant about it with like you know claiming that it's equitable the most equitable and the most you know responsive in terms of like you know race culture all of it uh <clears throat> when it's really far from it 
Um, but it, we've got a little more clarity where it doesn't seem quite as um, totalitarian uh, with like how they want us to implement it. There's a lot more flexibility, but we are going to still go through this you know lengthy long process of you know going through our own stuff and you know their rubrics and pointing out that it's you know it's good stuff. Sorry, my phone just decided to start playing a video as I was pulling up my notes app. Um, I think that was uh, Chris Evans. Whatever it's gone now, um, <clears throat> so it's it's comforting that you know we're we're doing we were going to do a version of this anyway to kind of you know perfect our stuff, make it easier in terms of breadcrumbs and all that. But uh, I, I feel less pressure now for it, which is uh, for sure a benefit. So hopefully, you know, um, social studies, Adam and, and and Peter will still you know be into that uh, that work. I mean they we're very motivated to not <laughs> shift to it's called skyline curriculum. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, um, that's, that's a cool little update to, to kind of, to kind of clarify if you have any like questions about it, or if you have your own experience, we'd love hearing it. So you can email us classroombrew at gmail.com or, you know, social media is fine too. It's just at classroom brew on any social media. Here comes another pedestrian walking on by, walking on by. Hi. Oh, they didn't see me. But they saw, they heard me. I don't know if they did. Anyway, uh, sometimes we check on the subreddit. I'm very afraid of Reddit because I don't know how to operate the app and I feel like there's some really weird and creepy stuff on here. But on the subreddit, teachers, we used to do ask teachers, but I guess we got banned. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I guess we asked too many teachers. I don't know. Um, but we got banned from that one. Anyway, fuck that subreddit. We're on the subreddit teachers. This is from Plentiful Pastry. We I feel like we've heard from this user before. Not like we've heard them, but we're on a public forum. I didn't hear from them. I feel like we've seen this user post on this Reddit before. But anyways, uh, this, is from, uh, this is from today. So we got to it. And you'll be hearing it not even 24 hours later. Uh, the subject line, the way students are such miserable jerks when you put in the effort to do fun activities is soul crushing. It's fair. There's only two weeks left and I'm leaving education entirely and start, okay, there you go and starting an awesome new job at the end of May. But honestly, I'm still mourning teaching a little. I feel like that, yeah, I would be mourning it too, uh, if, if ever leaving. Uh, I tried to do a fun activity today. I teach a foreign language, so I, I like that they're not using names, not using schools, not even the subject, just a general what they, you know, they're in foreign language. Not They're not saying Spanish, they're not saying French, nothing. Um, so I found a song that just came out for Eurovision. I feel like that gave it away a little bit for what they, <laughs> isn't that a, is that a, a movie or a band? I feel like there's a movie with Will Ferrell. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Uh, in the language we're learning. Oh, never mind. Uh, it's number six on the charts, popular on TikTok, giving away it again. Um, and objectively, a pretty great song. It even sounds similar to artists I know they like. I printed the lyrics and underlined some of the words they should know. Then we went through and tried to translate some of the simpler lyrics. This is the kind of things I loved as a student. Yeah. Uh, I remember going home from one class and starting a Spotify playlist of other foreign language songs and perking up when I heard a song, or, or sorry, I'm sorry, when I heard a word I knew in the song. Uh, but the students now are such... <laughs> I am reading something here, everybody. This is not me saying it. I've probably said it. But the students... This is the back to the thing. But the students now are such miserable assholes. But when you, when you try anything fun, it has sucked the joy out of teaching because I'd honestly rather just slog through busy work than engage and not be, s 
uh, and not be cynical, uh, not, not be a cynical jackass. Uh, ugh, this song sucks. Is this supposed to be fun, a fun activity? Why would they enter this song? It's terrible, snickering and whispering. I had to send one kid out of class, and I told them when they, uh, when they complained that their teachers never do anything fun, this is the reason why. I relate to that so much. People always say it's not the kids, but honestly, sometimes it is. And for context, they are leaving teaching. People say it all the time. It was the adults. Honestly, it's fair. Like, did, did you guys see that, that post? It, at this point, it's gone for sure. I'm not going to play the audio, but there's that, like, you know, older um, gentlewoman who is either a sub or she's a permanent teacher. She's, she's got some years of experience, right? And I don't know the context. I don't know what happened, but she's got her stuff and she's storming out of the room and she's, you can just hear like the croak in her voice and she's like, I am walking out that door and I am not coming back. And everyone's, you know, kind of, you know, teacher influencers have kind of responded to that. Um, But I guarantee you, it wasn't the adult in that situation. We've had like three or four teachers in different subjects with all different levels of experience over the past two, three years who have been quite literally scared off by by some of the, the cohorts in our building. And notice I said cohorts, plural. Um, and, and even myself, like I threw a marker earlier, <laughs> earlier this year. Uh, it makes it sound more dramatic than it is, but just out of pure frustration, you know? I can only imagine, like there's this one group that I was very nervous for my student teacher. And, and, you know, sure enough, they were assholes. But the nice thing is they did not expect for for me behind the scenes to match their level of pettiness while advising my student teacher. So game, set, match, motherfucker. Ready for it. Ready for it. There's a pedestrian on a bike. Game, set, match to you, ma'am. Ride safe. Keep both wheels, both wheels down. Um, Yeah. So anyways, what I like about this, it's not a comment hero. I don't have the energy to edit this and record and edit this in one night and put in sound effects. Uh, but I like that I'm hearing from people that are, you know, not just being like, oh, you're so, you called them assholes. It's a good thing you're leaving teaching because that happens every single time. You know, like GOP Deborah just putting her two cents in because she teaches in Texas. Um, everyone's been like, exactly. Uh, anxiety, depression, uh, racism, sexism, uh, transphobia, misogyny. All of this is being, you know, forced upon teachers by students who are not receiving that, like, they call it home training. It sounds kind of, uh, not reductive, but it's just, you know, belittling. I don't know. Uh, but but I, point being, I like that people are, I guess it's probably just teachers that are getting into this. Uh, but I like that people are supporting this. You know? I saw that in Texas. Let me see if I can look this up. Uh, there was something about Texas and, and approving a law to allow, you know, students to be put out of class. Uh, let me see, Texas students put out of class. Because right now, as it stands, um, it, you can watch a number of videos of former teachers or current teachers talking about how, how like things like PBIS and restorative justice are good in theory, but the way that they're being executed by the adults has just corrupted it and made it a miserable fucking existence where there's basically no consequences. <laughs> Even down to like the fact that like a kid could call you a motherfucking piece of shit and you have to say, I'm not mad at you, but can we talk outside in your best customer service voice? 
Um, let's see. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find this. Uh, see, here's here's why it's been such a crazy week. Not being able to use you know my own shower, not having a bathroom sink, uh, still having you know the other part of the bathroom. But uh, I'm all over the place. Um, oh look at this. A Texas. This is in 2002. This is old news. A Texas school uh, forcing making students forcing. I don't know. Making students lock their phones away during the day. That's cool. Um, I, I could have sworn, like, kicked out of class in Texas or something like that. There was some, like, law where it made it a little bit. Oh, here we go. April 13th, 2023. This is from the Dallas Morning News. And again, it's Texas, so we're stuck with a Dallas, <laughs> a Dallas news uh, media outlet. Texas lawmakers could make it easier to kick students out of class. That's a, okay, got it. Could make it. It's a bill for sure then. Oh, look at this. Bill comes in response to teacher concerns about violence in schools, but advocates worry about zero tolerance. That's fair. Uh, but basically the concern is misbehaving kids. And this is a bill where it allows for, oh, wow. This is a quote from a uh, uh, Republican lawmaker because he, he said to his fellow lawmakers, not all kids belong in the classroom anymore. Essentially trying to tackle the discipline echo he doubled down on it too. He said it more than once. Uh, but the, the point being, they're trying to empower schools to suspend students for longer periods of time and kick them out of traditional public school for a broader range of reasons, including harassing a school employee. And the main ones taking that harassment, teachers. Uh, obviously, the big thing is violence in schools right now, but also just the emotional <laughs> abuse that, you know, takes place in schools, it's finally being addressed. If you want to check out the article, again, it's from the Dallas Morning News. Uh, the headline is, Texas lawmakers could make it easier to kick students out of class. It's written by Talia Richmond, and it was posted uh, April 13, 2023. And if you would prefer to listen to the article instead of read it, it's about eight, nine minutes of someone to read it to you. I guess like an NPR type thing. Uh, you can do that on their website. Am I a Dallas news person now? <laughs> um, honestly, I support it because you know what a pain in the ass it has been in my si my short six year tenure. To you know, if you have a kid who is threatening you, and they have more opportunities later in the day, or a kid who's threatening other students, and they get all the opportunities in the world to do so. And again, I don't think it's hyperbole to say that there are some students who just quite literally abuse their teachers. Truly. And it's jarring for people that are coming into the profession and those who have been in it have either done one of two things, pushed back against it to find their own way to make sure it doesn't happen in their room, which limits it only to your students and in, you know, uh, within your four walls, because sometimes if you're not in your four walls and it's not a student that you have, you could for sure still face that, especially if you're trying to hold them accountable. Or the other option is just coping with it and putting up with it and finding a way to, you know, promote self-preservation by just, you know, dealing with it, not addressing the fact that there's this uh, emotional verbal abuse from students. That's pretty fucking sad, especially considering who's getting into the profession and the intentions they have. And in a lot of cases, the financial compensation they get for that job. So what a week, huh? I got to go and mop my floors with some pine saw, baby. That's from the thing. That's the bar of pine saw, baby. 
because it's it's a fucking mess in there. And I just want they they cleaned up, but you know they're not going to clean it up as good as you know a teacher per se. So, uh, but hey, thanks for listening to this one. I know it was weird. It probably sounds great because I feel like cars are very well suited for a recording environment when you're not driving. Um, aside from the fact that I'm like in a popemobile, um, and people could be walking by, and people have walked by and see me recording. With headphones on. I have cans on. I have the the over-ear headphones. So I'm not very subtle at all. There isn't a lav mic. I'm holding it. I am a sociopath for this episode. But thanks for listening. Uh, if you want, you can uh, subscribe on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash classroombrew to support the show. We are available anywhere you get your podcasts. So if you're listening on an app right now, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, just keep doing it. Uh, hit that subscribe button so you get access to all of our episodes right in your feed immediately every Thursday. And the ma- the biggest thing, I almost said the biggest thing, but I think that's a Russian uh, Air Force plane, right? Or whatever their Air Force is called. So we won't say that because we might be at war soon. But you can uh, uh, spread the word. That's the biggest way is, is word of mouth to spread this podcast to other teachers, whether you're a student teacher, a veteran teacher, or newer teacher. Uh, that, that really helps me out. And uh, if you want to be on, of course, you can send us that email, classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew on social media. We love having people on. We love have, love it when people write into the show in some way, shape, or form. And again, we can use pseudonyms. We can keep it anonymous. I have said it so many times when I just say like, someone wrote in, and I promise you, it's just me protecting someone's you know privacy. I'm not trying to be disrespectful or not give credit to what they're saying. It is per their request. Because again, just like the intro song says, if we are teachers, we kind of have to be prudes because that is what society says. And we're going to fight against that. But if you're not quite at that level yet, we're going to protect you in that way. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all. Stay safe. And until next week, class dismissed. This is Classroom Brew.